Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're about to hear a preview of Partially Examined Life supporter exclusive content. To learn how to get the whole thing, check out partiallyexaminedlife.com slash support. Hey, this is your nightcap. We're recording this on October 16th, 2022. How you doing, fellas? Doing great. Fantastic. We uh, got some responses to our representation nightcap thing. It was what one would expect, a mix of somebody saying the first two parts of our abortion discussion were so abstract as to be useless. In mm-hmm. other words, the, the representation thing of having Jenny on helped. But then more people saying... I liked most of those things when we got off on general topics like what is our responsibility towards other people. I'd like to reiterate that I started out the abortion conversation saying that I was impartial and useless and would not be contributing anything. So if people found it unhelpful, well, they should have expected it. (laughs) I don't know. I find putting disclaimers on things, putting a bell on it doesn't actually help. It just doesn't actually help. Either you deliver or you don't deliver. Oh, you did get somebody, a guy named Alex wrote a pretty long thing that was very nice and complimentary and said, do not, Mark in particular, go all po-faced. Not familiar with that term. Having legit accredited identity reps come onto your show to give the 100% official take of how we're meant to be seeing things. So we do what we do. We've always just been some middle-aged white guys commenting on things. That's why people listen to us. Not because of that, but like in spite of that, or (laughs) they like what we have to say. And so diluting things. That's at least one opinion. Fortunately, middle-aged white guys isn't the only way you could describe us. Sure, one would hope. Anyway, thanks for caring enough to comment on that. Earlier, when we did the re-release of episode one, I had put out an invitation to uh, supporters to record themselves so we could actually hear them. And so our main course here, we were going to play and respond to. We only got five responses that we're going to use here. If there are others that I missed, Maybe they went to my spam folder. There's nobody that I just rejected. Anyway, let's play the one from Ernie. Dear Partially Examined Life, this is your friend, Dr. Ernie, from the early days of PEL, wanting to give you a shout out and congratulations on your 300th episode. Wow, this is amazing on so many levels. Even though I haven't really been following you the last year or so due to other commitments, PEL has been an extraordinarily profound part of my intellectual development. Because I got to be honest, I'm not much of a scholar. I don't like sitting around doing close readings of stuff. But I love the intellectual ferment of watching you guys wrestle with a passage. And I'll often stop in the middle and like record a voice memo or just, you know, yell at my car about what I think you're getting wrong or what I thought the author was doing wrong. And it's just been such an incredible blessing to be able to consume and interact with the deep thinkers and hard problems of the past and present without having to get bogged down with all the minutiae and trappings of academia and courses and homework and things like that. 
So I really think PEL is, frankly, my vision of what learning should be like. This dynamic, interactive, amateur process of people who just love the thing. And I'm so glad you guys found a business model for this. I think a lot about Con World School, their idea of an opening seminar. And my wish for them is that they would be raising an entire generation to interact with deep issues the way that you guys have modeled in PEL. So thank you for being a forerunner in the world of podcasting and God willing in the world of education. Congratulations on your 300th episode. That is very sweet. So, you know, he's also very active on our blog in the past. And so he's kind of been a fellow traveler for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember having interactions with him early on when we did our new atheism episode. And he was a a theist who took issue with the fact, the proposition that if you're a rational person, you can't be a theist, which is sort of what the new atheist line was and something that I had sympathy for at the time. And I think talking with him among other people definitely softened me on that point. I don't have any, I don't feel the need if we have Nathan Gilmore on the show or somebody like that to make some sort of stink about, like clearly he's very, very self-reflective and thoughtful. The future of education. I mean, I like that. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that's (laughs) perhaps overly optimistic as far as what we're capable, but you can certainly see what we're doing or as another learning modality. Yeah, I guess when I listened to it, it made me think of, there was like a spate of several years where we were, I guess, actively engaging and thinking about what we do as having a a really strong, explicit educational component, right? You know, that's what sort of, sort of what Not School was about in the early days, but also doing seminars and, you know, thinking about how something informal slash, but more direct learning would happen. I feel like I've changed my mind on it, more or less, that the learning that we're trying to cultivate is something that is just comes along for the ride. It doesn't feel to me like what we're trying to do is as consciously pedagogical as we thought it might be. Let's do the next one. James. Hey, so uh, I found the Partially Examined Life back in early 2019, and I've been working through all the episodes ever since. I live in Milan, which had a pretty serious lockdown back in 2020, and I hit the podcast pretty hard during that time. I read all the texts and I listened to the conversations, and I feel like you all have given me a degree in philosophy and in logic and just generally being a better thinker in the world. I teach high school history, and I also run a a YouTube channel about art history. And in those parts of my life, philosophy has become a much bigger part of my story and my curriculum. I even have my students do Socratic seminars in the style of a PEL episode. When I say it out loud, I guess that's misleading. It's in the style of Socrates, but it's inspired by your conversations. And at some point in one of the episodes, you even said that you learn much more having done these episodes than you did when you were doing seminars, doing your degree. I guess I just wanted to say thank you for the education, but also for proving that this kind of rigorous, long-form content can thrive in these strange internet spaces that we find ourselves living in. So thank you for that. So James disagrees, Dylan. This is straightforwardly educational for him, it sounds like. Well, my point was misunderstood. I don't think we're straightforwardly pedagogical, Mm -hmm. even if we're agreed educational. Sure. So that's all. (laughs) That's all my my point was. We don't construct a Khan Academy kind of curriculum to try to have even a thesis involved, right? So that's not that it isn't educational, though. 
Right. You know, a useful thing if there was a place to sell it where, where it'd be worthwhile really might be to re-edit a bunch of episodes to this is the intro to ethics. And like, we're going to put a series of half hour things that, you know, really are meant to be concise and that an absolute beginner could approach that as opposed to the very sprawling 13 year way of wandering, jump in anywhere. Yeah, I suppose that would be a way to try to take what we've done and pull a pedagogical overview out of it. What I really like about both sets of comments and and just sort of the general reaction is how much people get out of it, which to me parallels my experience of what I get out of it. Obviously, I'm doing it in a different way in that that sort of engagement with a variety of things, diving deep, but doing a high multiplicity of stuff, having open questions and being confused, but trying to challenge myself to understand what's going on and doing it with other people. That sounds like education to me. And it's really great to hear that, you know, for James in particular, in this case, that he finds it informs not only himself, but also what he's, he's doing in his teaching life, which is great. That is always very satisfying to hear. I've been thinking maybe I shouldn't read last names unless they say it, but this guy clearly wants his stuff plugged. So I'll say it's James Earl. If you look up James Earl Art History, Earl with an E at the end on uh, YouTube, I see it's a, a Ted Ed series. Nice. If that sounds like the kind of thing that you want to hear more about, then please go to partiallyexaminelife.com slash support. Thanks for listening.